This episode is sponsored by Better Help. What is the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your life? Oh, the first thing I just thought was, oh, I'm going to need more than an hour to fit that stuff in. But I, the fact is, a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. I know that is for me. That's a big thing, uh, especially as you get older. <laughs> um, and the question, you know, time for what? What would you do? Would it actually make you feel better? What is it that you feel you're missing? In order, you know, that that would make it better. Um, and and one of the ways to sort of help figure out that out is, is therapy. It can help you find out what matters most to you so you can do more of it or focus on what it is that you're spending your time on that, that maybe isn't giving you that that sort of fulfilling experience. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of times people talk about therapy or they talk about mental health or it's about uh, trauma or it is about, you know, like like a, a great amount of pain or anything. And those things are all very valid and everything. But also, you know, in some ways there's stumbling blocks. Uh, there is sort of a, a, something indefinable that you're having a hard time getting to that maybe is stopping you from feeling as confident as you can, as good as you can. And, you know, therapy uh, is, is one way to go after that. If you are thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, is designed to, be, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. You may switch therapists at any time you like for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This is a special edition iFanboy podcast on Preacher. podcast on the AMC series Preacher. My name is Connor Kilpatrick. I'm here with Josh Flanagan. Hello. And Ron Richards. Hello. And we'll be talking about the latest AMC comic book show. This is their third. Their third? And, uh, yeah, they've got Counting Walking the Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't count the second, that other one. <laughs> Nobody actually watches that, do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, okay. Anyway. Not, 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 well, let's, let's just... Not, not relevant. Uh, so this is the adaptation of the Garth Ennis, Steve Dillon classic Vertigo series Preacher that has been long gestating. It was going to be a movie and then a series and then a movie. And finally, uh, Seth Rogen and his producing partner, Evan Goldberg, brought it to AMC. And we had the pilot episode just air this past weekend. They're airing it again this coming weekend. <laughs> we won't get episode two until the following weekend. It's an odd sca- I mean, like, I know why they're not doing a new episode because yeah. of Memorial Day weekend, but it's, so why, why not just launch it after Memorial Day? It was weird programming. I think it was because they had to launch it in conjunction with the season finale of Fear the Walking Dead to get uh, the bump. Yeah. And then it probably has to end before their next show starts. Right. It's such a scheduling snafu. 
Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, I'm really excited that Josh is joining us because I think out of the three of us, while all three of us enjoy have enjoyed Preacher and respected for the classic work that it is, I feel when I think of Preacher, I think of Josh for some reason. Well, I had a lot to do with it, so thank you for that. Well, no, but I, no, it's like one of, it's one of, it's one of your favorites, right? It's one of my it, favorites. No, no, no. Too. It is it is my favorite. It right. is my yeah, all time favorite comic book series. Yeah. It might be my favorite story. Right. In yeah. terms of like like if you were to be like, do you like this movie or do you like Preacher more? I'm like, I like Preacher more than that. Um, and that's so, totally true. So before we get into it, spoiler warning for the show. Possible spoiler warning for the series. Who knows what'll come up in this conversation? But if you've never read Preacher, uh, I would I would suggest you read it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just stop lis- stop listening to this and go buy the first volume of Preacher. <laughs> oh, no, the first two. Yeah, the you first read two. The first two. Yeah, honestly, yeah. just go for three. Yeah, because... <laughs> just you know, get just go buy the entire run. Like there, there's yeah. no more. There's no more uh, confidence in a purchasing suggestion I could ever make than telling you to Preacher was the original. I'll buy the first volume, and then you're back at the comic book store in two hours to buy the second one. Yeah, so I actually bought the all nine volumes sight unseen. Just in reputation, and that was this is a this is a fun fact you guys might know about not know about. This preacher was the series that got me to go, huh? Maybe I do like trades better. <laughs> and, and then when I put them on my shelf, I was like, oh, I like how they all look on the shelf like that. And that was the series. Jeez. It was, was two thousand when I when I read preacher in it's like Balls. Kurt Cobain drawing pot when he was thirteen. Right. So that was <laughs> that's that's the start of it all. But um, what was funny about watching this pilot? Was that I haven't read Preacher since we did that video show on it, which was probably what two thousand and eight, yeah, two thousand nine, maybe two thousand nine, probably not, probably two thousand eight. So it's been eight years, and I was, I I remember the broad strokes of Preacher, but I was spending a lot of time trying to remember the comic and if any of the things I was watching on screen had happened in the comic, and I couldn't. Yeah, it's been a long time. I need to to go back and I read it. it I read it last year, so. uh, I read it one more time last year. Probably my fourth or fifth time reading it. So it's it's funny. It's funny with these TV shows though because it's it's so like what I so so as a baseline with any comic adaptation, whether it's movie or TV, my my current status quo is um, the lowest of expectations, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I'm open to be pleasantly surprised. But ultimately, I understand that. Television and movies are not comic books, and they will, you know. And so, if I'm expecting to get the exact translation, that will not happen. And once you have that out of your head, it's a lot easier to just sit back and just be like, "All right, let's see what they got." And I agree uh, with I agree with that. However, I think it's a, a Superman movie is different than a preacher adaptation. Agreed. Because agreed. But Superman is just this just character with seven years of history. Preacher is a self-contained, Agreed. basically a novel. So I, I look at it slightly slightly differently, but I agree with you. I know that the, the conventions of a film adaptation are mean, meaning things will have to change. Yeah, I, and, and so like ultimately what I'm looking for is I'm looking for the spirit. I'm looking for the the um, the vision or the, you know, the... Um, which. Yeah, the voice or whatever. And um, after watching this, I, 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 I don't know... <laughs> I that that I mean I went in with because of my I, I, I'm a, I'm a savvy enough person to know like oh this isn't going to be the same and so I didn't expect right. it so I don't want to say I was looking forward to it or but I I thought it'd been really cool if it was really good that's kind of yeah. what I thought I was like yeah. it's not it's okay and, and you know I, I didn't know where it was going to go um, but I think at the end of the day 
uh, I thought it was boring. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I thought the characters were right. I thought they looked great. I thought they sounded good. I, I'm totally cool with that. But they basically what they did was they made an hour and a half. It was all before the first issue started. Yeah, they introduced every yeah, character yeah, yeah. in there, and and I realized what they were doing was Walking Dead season two, where like the whole thing was going to be in the house. Yeah, and and I was like, oh, it's not a road trip anymore. It's right. because of budgets. I assume right. you're going to do this whole thing in the town, and that was super not interesting to me. Well, it, 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 I mean, it was, first of all, it's a it's a pilot. And so I was watching thinking, I'm guessing they're doing a lot of heavy lifting because there's a lot to set up. You know, this is a very unusual world that Preacher lives in. And for for Joe Q viewer who isn't used to comic book stuff, you have to do a lot of setup, which unfortunately means it was kind of, kind of slow for a lot of it. I, I thought parts of it were really fun, but... Yeah, and, uh, and the, whole, the whole middle section was pretty slow. I, yeah, I think my my whole thing about it was that, and I kind of agree with you guys. I don't think it was necessarily bad, and necessarily like, God damn it, they blew it, and they whatever you know. No, like, but but all. but it was it was a lot slower than I would have expected because with preacher for some reason I feel when I think of preacher I think of fast momentum crazy all that sort of stuff you know and and this I feel like you know was super you know riding the brakes on it. Um, and also, like, and I, and I guess, I mean, I guess you're right, in, Josh, in the assessment that it's kind of like before issue one, and like that's what kind of annoyed me about it because, uh, like, and the thing, like, so talking about casting, right? Um, uh, you know, I th- I thought Tulip and Cassidy, great, right, were like tons of potential there, and got it didn't, right. Didn't look exactly like the comic book, but had the right spirit. Yeah, exactly. The the guy who plays um, the guy who plays Cassidy, I I I watched him in the UK show Misfits. And right. I, I think he's great, and I think he and this is like the you talk about every now and then a part that like someone's born to play, like this might be well, every time he was on the screen, I loved yeah. it. Yeah, this might be the part that he's born to play. Like they they sure. nailed that. Um, but with with Dominic Cooper as Jesse, um, it just like I don't know if it's because the, the the look or or the brooding or whatever. But I didn't. There was a lot of brooding. A lot of brooding, and like and and, and, and like and, and preacher opens up with Jesse, you know, kicking ass. It and, does. Yeah. So. It, it, yeah. It, it, it like. It just, the whole thing felt backwards. Yes. Yeah. And it was so basically like like the story starts in the book that the shit happens. It hits him. He gets to kills everybody. St- he hits the road. He meets the people along the way. This was here. Are all the people is every single person you're going to meet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Away, and then like and then like an hour and a half later, like, all right, let's see if we do something next week. And that yeah. really bugged me yeah. because really, you're right. The first image we see of Jesse is super depressive Jesse. And it's way more interesting to show that later because that's not who he is. Yeah. And, and, and like and it's and it's very much the AMC trope of the brooding leading man who's trying to find right. his way, you know, which which, you know, which we've seen in various forms on Mad Men or Walking Dead or what you know, whatever. But like in this particular case, like I, I you know, like like Jesse I remember isn't brooding. Jesse I remember is focused and uh, you confident. know, yeah, confident. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't get that at all from Dominic Cooper, except for in the scene in the bar. The fight scene. Yeah. You know? right. Yeah. They so, should have started with that. Honestly, because that's yeah. the whole thing is that He's a preacher, so automatically you look at him, he's got the collar. But wait. Yeah. 
this isn't any preacher you've ever seen before. <laughs> Wait, are you pitching, are you, are you pitching us? <laughs> Should have been. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but honestly, that's the yeah. that's the shock of it. That's the whole deal. You show yeah. him drinking, swearing, and fighting right away. Yeah, um, we're, at, we're at a point in our hero pop culture where everyone wants the brooding main character, which is why Captain America stands out. We talked about that on that podcast. Yeah. Is that everyone else is tortured. Uh, by who they are, what they can do, and things they've done, and and that seems to be what people are into. So yeah, they and, did that, and it's and it's fu- and it's funny because I was I was I was reading a bit online. I was trying to see what some of the the kind of critical reaction was, and I know I get I, I last time I I mentioned any other publication or writer, I got in trouble, but. Um, <laughs> But the uh, um, I, I said trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because I said it, you guys said it. So, um, but uh, I was uh, the guy who wrote the re- an article or a review or whatever for Wired. Uh, basically, the headline is you know uh, it was something along the lines of you know preacher TV show breeds new life into '90s relic. And his entire th- what's his, his give me his name. <laughs> And his entire and his entire thesis was that the preacher comic of the late '90s, you know, 21 years ago, is a bombastic, violence-filled comic that reflects the the culture of the late 1990s, and that oh, doesn't like Dead, really Deadpool, and, and that doesn't really fit. Yeah, exactly, and that doesn't really fit now. And now it's you know kind of translate, and it's like way to miss the mark, dude. Way to miss what preacher was all about. And like I do when I think of of comics that represent the '90s, I do not think of preacher. Preacher is a work work on its own that is unique and special and wonderful and yeah preacher's like one of those albums that is so good and it doesn't matter when it came out yeah yeah like you can listen it came out in 1975 yeah yeah Yeah. but but even that because they put it in texas it doesn't quite count and they have an iris they they, i mean i kind of like dominic cooper's hair because if you go back uh, jesse had big hair in the in the book he just had big curly hair here it's just a big sort of to me added to the the there is a there's a giant cartoonish element to preacher too and i think that that's one of the reasons that they were running into trouble tonally yeah is that you were trying to figure out how to make that wacky stuff and there was definitely some of it but then they were mixing it with the broody stuff to try to make people know that this is actually serious and then at the same time you're mixing it with these like edgar wright action scenes that and i don't know how they should have looked because i I don't but i don't know i i I was I couldn't put my finger on the tone. I yeah. liked the wacky parts and the action scenes. I thought that's when it felt more like Preacher. So yep. it felt more like a Garth Ennis comic, the fight on the plane, uh, Tulip building the the, the bazooka. bazooka the yep. Like yeah. that all felt like the Preacher tone to me. Like yeah. sort of, which is Garth Ennis is right, sort of silly violence where he, you know he's winking at it. Yeah, and, um, and and that's but it, and, it, it was in contrast with the Jesse stuff, which was, yeah, which was it felt like a different and, show. And that's why, and that's why I feel like like coming into this like into this conversation, it's I didn't, it wasn't and our awful. Space, our space felt, felt that fit the tone too. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. awful. I didn't hate it. I see the potential, but um, do more of the stuff that I like. Do less of the brooding. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of my 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 point on it. And. Uh, yeah, and, and and it doesn't help that every time I look at Jesse, I think it's Ivan Brandon, but that's a whole other thing. So I I see you know I see Howard Stark. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard. It's, it took me a long time to be like Howard Stark is a preacher. I thought um, he looked great. I, he his was voice fine. was He's... really what I thought of, but that's fine. That's um, all in your head. I got used to him. Uh, Tulip is a little like her character is a little strange, so it took me a while to get used to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the end of it, I was into the three of them. Yeah, uh, but the thing I is, hate it's a pilot. I yeah, know it's a pilot, and you hope that in the, they get the tone figured out going forward. Mm-hmm. But 
the real thing, Josh, which you've talked about, and which I noticed when I watched the scenes, or, you know, the season was that it does seem like it's taking place all in a little town. Yeah, which does sort of negate the point of the story, which is this globe, globe-spanning uh, conspiracy and adventure, and you know, road trip western road with trip your buddies. Western. Yep. You know, I can't imagine they're going to end up in New York now. You know, which I, is a huge part of the story. Yeah. Can I, can I, my, my one sort of like comic book nitpicky, like this is totally stupid part of it. I hate that they showed his father as a preacher. Yeah. Hate it. My, his father is one of my favorite parts of that story. And they changed that. And then they blew the best line in the entire series in a hazy flashback in the pilot. I don't think that's, I think that's a pretty major thing they did. I, I don't I don't I, I you have to, I want to build up to it. I want to see if you're going to do flashbacks with I want to see like his father go through the thing and 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 you learn to respect him and you spend a little time and I know it's TV you have to but the way they did that made it matter and here it's it's an aside of hey be a good guy. Yeah. And it's it's so much more valuable than that. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely, and and my, my, I'm wondering if they're gonna because of the hazy nature of it and the like the fast cutting of it, or whatever. I want, I wonder if that's gonna be something they revisit and then right. build up to and and hopefully give it the value that it does deserve. That you're yeah. right about, Josh. I agree. Um, and and part of it is that I wonder, like, I really wonder what it would be like to watch this not having read the comic or having no context to it, or, or you know, and that sort of thing. Because the thing yeah, is, that's that, what I'm wondering, yeah, because yeah, because the thing, well, because the thing is also is that we're sitting here waiting and expecting a lot of things and you know what the re, re, uh, the resonance of that line is and you know all that sort of stuff yeah. and and it's kind of it's a little unfair to them because the whole season totally. hasn't been done and we don't see how it gets plays out but you know that said you know it, it, it it's hard to not you know kind of speculate and wonder and then pass judgment on the future of it knowing what you know what it could be so yeah. well right, right when it started I might my, my I was curious how it was going to be structured like is yeah. this first season going to be how much of it you know yeah, what? Right. What are they going to do? Because the whole um, the stuff going back to Jesse's grandma—that's all the second book. I'm guessing they don't get to any of that. Yeah. Right. In this season, do is it eight episodes, ten or something like that? Ten. It's ten. Yeah. Ten. Yep. I, there's just so much to do. Yep. And uh, I don't know. I, I I think I I was and I was trying to think of it objectively like that. Like what and what are we seeing? And I I don't I don't know. I don't know if that was well done or not. It's a pilot, though, and pilots tend to, you know, be a hodgepodge. They can go either way. I, I you know, I really like from reading all the stuff with with uh, Rogan and Goldberg. Like they, I felt like they respected it. They liked it. They got it. You know, of what it was supposed to be. But they're living in reality, you know, and have to deal with those kinds of things. I, I don't know what I would think if I had never seen this before. Yeah, it is weird. I was trying to. I was watching with my girlfriend who hasn't read Preacher, and she was she was very confused once the fight on the plane started happening, and I was like. I got a long, a lot to, a lot to explain here, and it's just like <laughs> it, it. You know, I, I'd love to hear from anyone listening to this who watched the pilot and has read the comic and what they thought of it. Because well, that um, that scene was good for that. No, I that thought. was a great scene, but she was like, "Why are they? Who? He's what? And why are they trying to?" And yeah. I was like, "That's every, yeah, a lot that's every going on. who's ever watched some nerdy shit with his girlfriend for all time." <laughs> what's that? They're gonna tell you. <laughs> um, Watch it. Uh, but you know, I. I, I like this. There's enough that I really like that I am looking forward to this episode too. Because if you go, go back and watch the pilot for Mad Men, and they, there was a bit of a wackier tone to that show. Yeah. In the first episode yeah. than, there, than the season going forward, and you, you you make a pilot, you figure out okay, this worked, this didn't work. Let's this is let's go this way. So well, I'm curious to see how season two is. Um, Josh, I really like seeing Dan from Deadwood in the show, though. I did too. I was like, oh, Dan Doherty, sweet. <laughs> 
If you Google Dan Doherty, by the way, the second suggestion is Dan Doherty versus Captain Turner. And uh, I just love that that's the case. If you're listening to this and you know what I'm talking about, you know why. Otherwise, I'm sorry. You should watch Deadwood. Um, what the, the the thing the thing about going into the next episode is like I I'm they you know the the cliffhanger or the whatever the moment at the end of the the first episode when the when Jesse gets the power and and whatever like I feel like okay now we start and really right. it's going to be judged on episode two moving forward I think that and, they, and, but they got to get to it in two weeks yeah and that, and, ugh, that, yeah. that right, really pull, bugged me to pull the curtain back a little bit we. We were discussing maybe we should do the pilot and episode two because of the, the reason we're talking about, but we didn't want to wait three weeks to do the show. Yeah. Uh, so that's too bad. But yeah, I'll be interested to see. I'm really looking forward to season six when they do the extended Vietnam all season flashback. <laughs> wait, do you think they might not do that? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, so all in all, I, I'm, I guess, cautious, cautiously optimistic is my, my, how I feel about it. Yes, the, that's the how I feel about it. Yeah. I, I think Cassidy's wonderful. Yes. And I think once I, got, once, once I got used to Tulip's kind of quirky personality, I think she's also wonderful. And I like Dominic Cooper a lot. So I think the three leads, and our space wasn't totally ridiculous. So, uh, yeah. It just it felt like we better get him in there so we can sell those T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, he didn't need to be there yet. And I didn't, ugh. I didn't like that, like, they can't do it. The, the R-Space's father, who was Dan Doherty yeah. from Deadwood, like, he was so horrible in the comic book that I felt like they wasted, like, that's like a great Garth Ennisism in that. It's one of the things that made it great. Yeah. But I don't know if they can say those words. Do you remember what he did? No, not, 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 not specifically. Well, at night he would get drunk and he would go out into the yard with his shotgun and he would shoot at the sky at the Martian N-words. Oh, right. Yeah, they're not going to do that Well, I mean, they already, kind of, they already kind of showed he's a pretty horrible person. Yeah, but it's just kind of like, oh, he's just another backwoods dead, but he's not. I don't know. Th- th- this is going to be, I, I don't, I honestly, I don't believe that I can watch this terribly objectively. And well, I, you I you tried. No, I know. And I, I tried to. Um, I was, are like, you going to? That's a good question. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna. It wasn't like so. It wasn't like so offensive that, like, when I watched the uh, Constantine uh, first episode, I was like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. This wasn't that. Well, that's good. Um, but I feel like honestly, that's the best we could hope for. Yes, Josh. <laughs> yeah, we're Josh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I will say though, that, like at the end of the first episode, I was like, please end this. I just want to go to bed. It was really, yeah, <laughs> it, it was long. It was, it was long really episode. long and dragging, and and too much brooding, and too much him, uh, too much of Jesse wandering around the town, and what am I doing? And I'm, you know, for all a, that sort of yeah. So I for a story to be based on something that like I you all know you can't you could not stop reading it. Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. could not put it down. And this it was, was not that. It felt like such a disservice. Yeah. That, 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 he's a man of action, you know. Yep. Like he's, he's, a, he's a classic Western hero. So hopefully being imbued with the power and having this sense of purpose will, will have. Like, you know, that moment in the fight when it slowed down and he smiled. There you go. I was like, yes, that's, <laughs> that's, this is what I want. So maybe, you know, hopefully the pilot is just, you know, this guy's in the bottom. He's going he's gonna to go back up. Yeah. So we'll see. So we'll, see. Um, well, I'm excited. I mean, if anything, Cassidy is enough. I mean, even if I hated it, I like uh, the guy playing Cassidy, and Cassidy is a character enough to see what they do with it. So uh, I'm on board. I'm going to watch the whole season. Are those, so. are those two guys the angels, or are they from the Mossad? Uh, what is that? What's it called? The Hair Stars organization. 
find out. We don't know. We're going to find mm-hmm. out. Well, it's, Jackie Earl Haley is coming, so he's good. It's a question. Who's Jackie Earl yeah. Earl Jack Haley playing? Odin Quinn Cannon. Oh. Are we gonna have the Santa Killers? We gotta have the Santa Killers, right? You, I, I, would, I, I don't think you can do without the Santa Killers. <laughs> Fucking well, that's the end. I also demand, demand we have the all season Vietnam storyline. <laughs> so, Odin Quinn Cannon doesn't happen until book eight, I think. But like he was right there in the beginning. Yeah. Say well, the name. Grab the vein. Say he, the name. According to IMDb, he's in nine of the t- nine of the ten episodes. So. Mm. Yep. <laughs> the only reason it was that late because I don't think that Dennis thought of him until then, so I don't yeah. think that that's necessarily. Yeah. I do got to admit, <laughs> I did, I did, I, I did, I did like seeing. Um, I, you know, I did expect Garth Ennis as, as an executive producer, but I seen Steve Dillon. I was like, hey, Steve Dillon, yeah, Best. Like, well done. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, the most important thing is that this, hopefully this will sell a lot of preacher traits and they will make a lot of money. I, I, ch- I checked in at my local shop and it, it already has. Like, there's already been people coming in buying it, so that's awesome. that's, that's good. So, yep. These, those guys deserve to be millionaires. From Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So uh, hopefully that's what the that's what and the outcome. Just, I just I want this to do their story justice because yep, it's agreed. that it's that good. I, I don't think it's going to be a disaster. That's really the only thing you can hope for. it's not. Yeah, you know I, mean? I agree. I think it's going to be an interesting side take on it. I think that they had to make the bet somewhat that it would be very success. They had to make a bet on it being successful enough that they could afford to do the bigger stories going forward. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see if that happens. Well, I'm excited. So we'll see. We'll we'll keep on watching, and in two weeks we'll watch the second episode and see. <laughs> we are we are well, not going to do this for every episode. No, we're not. No. So, although, we could. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm not doing that either. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, go to headway.com. You can find a post for this episode. You can tell us what you thought of Preacher. Maybe you loved it. Maybe you hated it. Really, I want to hear from people who've never read it and, thought, and watched it and what they thought of it. Um, so I'm very curious. And uh, you can find that there. You can look later this week. We'll have an X Men Apocalypse podcast in which. Uh, Ron's low expectations will be put to the test. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> and, uh, of course, you can listen to our week, regular weekly show, the Pick a Week podcast, where we discuss the weekly comic books. You can find all that at fanboy.com. Until next time, I'm Connor. I'm Ron. I'm Josh. 